that, baby! But here, I've met a lot of people and I've played some too. And there's one thing I know, people like to talk. <laughs> it's the Spudcast. That's where you at. Hey, where you at, baby? Hi, y'all, Megan. Thanks for uh, joining me on the Spudcast podcast while I'm talking out my ass. Uh, I got a good show for you tonight. We're going to talk to Chef Brad McGeehee, who started out at Yale College Inn and now owns and operates the Blue Line Sandwich Company on Metro Road. He's a big farm-to-table guy. As a matter of fact, he's the one who started farm-to-table over at Yale College Inn. So uh, we'll talk about uh, him digging in the dirt to make you a good sandwich. But in the meantime, this. I scream, you scream, we all scream for beads and doubloons and coconuts and marching bands and walking clubs and tableaus and mask balls and mystic crews and everything else that says Mardi Gras. Keep Mardi Gras what it's always been, a family event before Lent. If you want to help keep traditions alive, go to MardiGrasAlliance.com and join the growing group of businesses, citizens, and carnival entities that want to keep Mardi Gras a safe and happy event without it being regulated to death. Go to MardiGrasAlliance.com and laissez les bon temps rouler. Spot here. Did you know 70% of the 240 top-selling CBD products online not only have lead, they got arsenic, they got pesticides, they got toxic mold. Quit fooling around and get the only CBD product guaranteed to be 100% organic by the USDA. SunMed CBD products from your CBD store. They're on Magazine Uptown, on Vets in Metri, and on Manhattan in Harvey. They have in-store specials, or you can order online at yourcbdstorenola.com. Use the promo code WELCOME. Get 10% off your entire order. All right, here we go. So we're talking to uh, Brad, Chef Brad McGeehy of the Blue Line Sandwich Company uh, of uh, Old Metri, where, frankly, if you find yourself around breakfast time uh or lunchtime around old metairie road there metairie road then you should stop by the blue line sandwich company and uh, if you find yourself in kenner uh breakfast time or lunch you, uh, you should go to the blue line sandwich company uh on metairie road because it, it, your, your food's good man it's good i don't know does does, does somebody stand behind you and, and tell you how to do stuff or is it like <laughs> make it better you're poking you with a fork or some shit like that you know something like that hit yeah. me with a wooden spoon or whatever like the the French chefs used to do when I was younger, but uh, <laughs> well, where'd you study at, man? Did you go to them Cordon Bleu and make that chicken sandwich thing, or what? I I did. I, I studied Le Cordon Bleu, but um, you know, the the restaurant itself is kind of an homage to my grandmother. That's who taught me how to cook. Um, and it's kind of a weird, uh, you know, story or history. Like I, I'm from the West Coast. I grew up in the Bay Area, San Francisco Bay Area. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I was but I was raised by my grandparents who were from Alabama. Uh, my my southern grandmother, who was an angel, uh, cooked you know four square meals a day for my grandfather, and I sat there every day across from him at the table and ate, and you know everything from the chicken salad we have on the menu to you know her her well one of my favorites was uh, the fried pork chops and rice and gravy and <laughs> oh that's <laughs> so me, man kind of I, I, I love I rice up, and gravy I, know. I grew up on southern food and that was. Yeah, that was kind of what drew me here to New Orleans because I had never been here before. I did my internship um, at Commanders, and I, I mean, I, I came here 18 years ago, and I was supposed to be here for six months and just never went back. So well, that's that's a common story. I mean, I got actor friends like that, you know. So <laughs> well, but but you know, it's also because a lot of times people get jealous. Leave me alone. They just leave you alone. Hi, oh man, we love your work. Thank you so much. Yeah, bring me another beer. 
you know. So. <laughs> but uh, so grew up in the Bay Area, man. Grew up oh. in the Bay Area, and and um, you know, but like I said, the the restaurant, the whole menu was kind of an homage to my grandma. You know, some of my first memories were her holding me in one arm and cooking in the other. And I I still have her old pots. That's what I use at my house, and all the handles are broken off, and you know, mm-hmm. whatever. But but they're, they're those are the pots I'll have till the day I die. Um, oh, the old wooden handles are broke off. No, they were. Uh, what's the brand on them? Like Magnolite or something. I don't know. Oh, like, those. Yeah, I got one Magnolite pot. <laughs> I got a. I got a friend of mine, man. When he got divorced, ago, I'm taking the Magnolite. Sorry, that's I'm taking the the pots with me. Well, go on, get them, take them, just get your ass out. So anyway, but um, well, that's cool. I mean, an homage to your grandma. Hey, wait, wait a minute. Okay, so you grew up. You grew up in the Bay Area. When did you go hang out with your grandma to learn how to cook? So my grandparents raised me till I was about four years old. Um, you know, for whatever reason. She I, had you I, peeling potatoes at four? God damn. Oh, peeling potatoes and eating my grandpa. So so I didn't like vegetables except for asparagus and only the tips. And she would cook my grandpa asparagus and then cut all the tips off, put all the tips on my plate, and he'd have to eat the stock. And he'd sit there no. and grumble about it. <laughs> I love asparagus because when you make number one, there's, there's such an yes. aroma, you know? Yes. Yes. My my girlfriend doesn't like it too much, but, you know. <laughs> A lot of people say that. but <laughs> Well, let's, all right. So let's keep going. So, 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 so till four. And then you went to the Bay Area and went, wow, well, this was, food was, sucks. No, no. So she, they raised me in the Bay Area. Oh. Um, I was from the Bay Area. Like that was, he was a military man. Um. And he retired. He, he worked at Lawrence Livermore Lab. I don't know if you've ever heard of that, but it's, yeah. you know, like Area 51 top secret. Shit, oh, okay. You know? but, yeah. <laughs> Where they got the aliens and the, and the anal probing. Okay. Yeah. yeah that, that's that, it. That's, there's a branch of that in Pahrump, Nevada, where that whorehouse is. So. <laughs> yeah, that's a special branch of the military. That's what that is. Yeah. <laughs> so. But uh, so, so I, I grew up with them and. And another cool thing, when you go to Blue Line, if you look on the menu books, we have all the chalkboard menus and super casual, you know, yeah. you order at the counter and yeah. we, you know, get a number and we bring the, we take care of everything else. It's limited service is what we bill it as, but there's only two capital letters on the entire menu and it's the G and the L in Grandma Lois's cinnamon toast. Cause that's what my grandma Lois used to make me every day. And it was, See, on the West Coast, we call it Wonder Bread. Mm-hmm. Down here, you, down here we call it Bunny Bread, but it's the white bread. She'd melt butter, you know, dip it in butter, yeah. and cake it with granulated sugar and cinnamon and broil it. So it was yeah. like creme brulee, like brulee on top, and, and you bite into it, it's crunchy. So we do that. That's one of my one of my favorite dishes of Blue Line. Hey, uh, do you do <laughs> do you do it? Do you do that with the uh, with that marbled bread? Because like my son. The uh that that uh that St. Patrick's Day massacre that's his favorite sandwich period. Mine too. And well, but <laughs> I, I'm not I'm not too keen on the marble bread. When I go over there, I'll have that sandwich, but on like a sabata bun or something like that, you know. But he he digs it. But I'm just thinking, man, that marbled so that's bread. Best, that's my version of a Reuben sandwich, and a Reuben sandwich changed my life. And a Reuben sandwich is why. I am a chef today, and I really believe that. Uh, and I'll, I'll tell you that story in a minute. But <laughs> uh, I love a good to, Reuben. To, to give a shout out to the the, the crazy Polak that makes the bread, uh, it's my buddy Ziggy at Maple Street Patisserie. Mm. So we we use seven different bakeries um, at Blue Line because you know we're a sandwich company. The sandwich starts with good bread. 
if you don't have good bread, you're not going to have a good sandwich. So I have I found, you know, the best wheat bread that Susan Spicer makes. I have Dongfong brioche. We have, you know, the Cuban bread. We have every, everybody's got their niche. And, and Ziggy does an awesome ciabatta and an awesome European marble rye. Mm. So you got bagels there? I never noticed. We do bagels occasionally. Um, well, I, we just we got friends from Jersey. I mean, my old, I used to live up there, and uh, my roommate uh, Melanie, she meets this nice Jewish boy, and they get married. And they come down here all the time. And the last time they were down here, like a, a week or two, about two weeks ago, they they couldn't stop. They they went to Texas for a funeral. They were driving, so they literally the bell the the doorbell rings. And I go out there, and it's Howard with a bag full of bagels and cream cheese. And what the hell are you doing here? Well, we went to the wedding, and now we're going, and we're going to be in Atlanta tonight. And then we're going. But he brought me these bagels from someplace uptown. I didn't even bother learning the name of it, but they they were really good, you know. So I'm, I'll I'll call them up. And, wow. Well, I'll, I'll call them up and see what the name is, and I'll pass it along to you. But I mean, they definitely. I'm a, I'm a I like I like bagels, but I don't like. I was saying, don't make a. Get a bagel, but don't make it a bagel. Leave the hole out and make a bun out of it so I can have a bagel bun with a simple a burger on a bagel bun. Man, that, that sounds pretty freaking good. Yeah, just got to get somebody to make it. That's all. Uh, it's all right, keep going. Uh, I cut you off. All right, keep going. So where were we at? I don't, I don't remember where we at. We're just, we're just oh, uh, uh, all the different breads because the sandwich so, starts with a great bread. Yeah, absolutely. It has to start with great bread. Uh, you know, and then you have to have great ingredients too. And we, we, you know, we source as much as we can locally. Um, you know, there's some stuff we can't get locally, like turkey and you know, whatever. But we actually use the same turkey. It's an organic turkey out of is it Virginia? It's where the white is. It's the same farm that the White House buys their turkey to pardon from. Oh, okay. <laughs> That's some big ass turkeys too. It's some big ass turkeys. We roast the whole breast every day. Carve it, you know, in the morning, that's the first thing we do is, you know, cook the bacon, cook the cook the turkey breast. And for lunch, you know, we let it, let it cool off, and then we just slice it right off the breast. It's not the fake, you know, stuff you get at the at the grocery. Mm -hmm. you, can, you, can, you can put it on a newspaper and read through it. I mean, this is like real turkey <laughs> that we use. <laughs> and, and these are the ones that, that weren't pardoned. So, yes, pickle yes, finger of fate pointed at those birds and go, you're going to the blue line sandwich company. Well, at least I die for a good cause. Gobble, gobble. By the way, what's the name of that thing that hangs below their beak? Uh, I was called the gobbler. I don't know. It's a waddle. <laughs> a waddle? Waddle. I learned all kinds of stupid shit when I was talking on the radio for you. <laughs> it's called the waddle. And the, and the part over the back, the tail. That's the Pope's nose. That's what they call it down here. That's what Catholics call it. That's the Pope's nose. <laughs> I dig the Pope. I put it in my. I put it in my gravy. All right. So let's get back to it now. So so you've been on the North Shore. I mean, you know, you uh, you raised by your your grand your grandma cooked for you, even though it was in the Bay Area. So she had to make do with whatever kind of strange vegetables they <laughs> had growing out of cow some, shit over we there. We had some pretty good agriculture. You know, some pretty good uh, produce out out in California. Oh yeah. And it's funny because like. New Orleans is, it seems to me like my observation is, is New Orleans is like whatever California is doing, New Orleans does like 10 years later, but better. So well, when I grew up, I was working, I was, when I was, you know, a teenager and 18 and 20 in, in the Bay Area, and I was working at brew pubs, these little micro brews, yeah. you know, there was micro breweries everywhere there. And I, I think that back then, I mean, when I first moved here, there was a beat up and that was about it. And now there's you drive down Chapatulas and there's a hundred of them. Um, yeah, but they're good. 
They are good. They're freaking awesome. They're awesome. Well, we like to drink, dude. We do. Yeah. It's a anyway. drinking town with a party problem. It ain't no problem when I party. And speaking <laughs> of that, we'll figure out that when we come back because the next time you're having a party, Blue Line can cater that bad boy for you. So we'll talk about, no, we're going to talk about, though, the fact that the, the pandemic has put the quietus on a lot of people. And most of the restaurants I see that are surviving the best are the ones that already had a good takeout. And uh, so we'll talk about how, how you're surviving. And the sandwiches that you make and what kind of advice do you give? Because, you know, on a good day, on a good year, when you don't have cuckoo-ness going on, what, 50% of restaurants closed inside the first two years? So That's the fact, what I'm saying. Yeah. So yeah. the fact that you've been able to crank it up and you've, you've, you're, you're hanging on and well during this pandemic says a lot for you. But I got to step away. Coming back here. Uh, Chef Brad McGeehee from the Blue Line Sandwich Company on Metri Road. Don't go away. Back right after this. Just when you thought 2020 had served up the worst it had to offer, here comes hurricane season and the flooding rains of summer, right? Does the sound of thunder strike fear in your home in a good year? Well, I can't help you with pandemics or Saharan sand, but I can tell you how to fix your flooding problem. Call the team. At Home Team Elevation, their precision home-raising equipment will lift you above the floods. It's height done right. Guaranteed. Get your flooding problem fixed now with the Home Team Advantage. Experienced, hands-on, local owners. In the worry, stop insurance rate hikes. You want design choices? On the Home Team, you're the MVP. So don't wait. Elevate with Home Team Elevation because the flood stops here. Get your free quote at 3011222, 3011222, or go to hometeamelevation.com. Okay, so we're back, and we're talking with uh, Chef Brad McGeehee. That's right, right? McGeehee's not McGee, 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 you know. I, I say McGee, but, you know, I could be Just wrong. McGee. That's cool, <laughs> like, like Mr. Magoo, except Mr. McGee. That's your name. Tell me how to say it. I don't care. My name is Spud for crying out loud. So I still get <laughs> people mispronouncing. Dude, I still get people call me Spuds going, I am not that dog from the 80s. And that's something else, too. I mean, you're a little young. But if you remember back with that dog. And, you Spuds know, McKenzie, man. Yeah, Spuds Bud McKenzie. Life. Yeah, but Spuds was walking across this diving board one time. And all these chicks in these white bikinis with this big, boofy, blonde hair going, oh, Spuds, you are so special. And then I'm watching this dog walk, and I'm going, you know what? There's something seriously conspicuous missing off of that dog for all these chicks to get that excited. You know, they need to go talk to Dr. Root. But but anyway, so let's get back to eating some seriously good sandwiches over here. I mean, you, you, were, rock, you were rocking and rolling over there. You know, I mean, there was more than one time. And, I'd, I'd go and it's like, dude, there ain't, ain't a place to sit. So I got to go someplace else. But every we have certain friends that come to town. And when they do come to town and they're here for breakfast, we always bring them, we always bring them over there to, to Blue Line. So uh, it's it's one of our pay, favorite stopping, stomping grounds. But what, I see that all the time. Thank you. I appreciate that. Well, it's true, though. Yeah. I mean, I'm not kidding you. My, my son, damn, it's like anytime my boy there. does good, <laughs> like if he makes a big A on a test or something, say, come on, we'll go to Blue Line and get you a, a – a St. Patty's Day massacre sandwiches, boys. I just perk up. But you, uh, you're you're like everybody else, man. You're you're banging a drum. I just talked to Christian Surpass last night of the band Ghost Town. But what's it like for a troubadour to go on the road when there ain't no road because they didn't shut all that down? Well, what's it like for a sandwich company uh, where everybody is now cooking at home because they can't get out of the house? You know, we we we've been we've been very blessed. 
Um, and I, you know, I thank my lucky stars for, you know, all the support that we've had, you know, we, we didn't close uh, even for a day, uh, during this whole, um, you know, bullshit, whatever you, yeah. yeah, whatever you want, whatever you want to call it. <laughs> um, and it's crazy times, you know, but as a restaurant, I mean, you just, you're either, you're either adapting or you're failing. Um, you have to, you have to stay on your toes and, you know, having a restaurant is like having a baby and it cries, it shits, it, it's hungry. You know, you got to feed it, you got to change it, you got to do whatever, but you're always taking care of it. And, mm-hmm. and that's just, you know, if, if life gives you lemons, make lemonade. And so we, you know, I noticed you don't have lemonade on your menu. though. <laughs> we do fresh squeeze lemonade, Meyer lemonade. Meyer lemons out of my backyard. Oh, okay. I don't know, <laughs> man. November. I'm a, I'm a tea November, drinker. man. This is this is this is this is Meyer lemon season right now. Citrus is awesome right now. We got I got a I, yeah. I got, got a friend of mine with a stuff. big uh, blood uh, blood orange tree, and she's going yeah, yeah. One more little cold snap, and I'll be over there with a <laughs> with a Schwagman bag to pick up a whole bunch of. Them. All right, so lemons in the backyard. All right, so so you didn't have to close, but uh, I mean. You know, the, I'm I'm looking at the way your tables are set up. It's like that place was always packed, and it ain't packing them up. I know, I know it's, you do waiter tough, and things man. like that. Yeah, so. we do waiter. We do. Um, you know, I'm, I'm I'm trying to work out a deal with a Better Cab Company because that, that that's another big problem for restaurants. Like these, these companies, and I don't want to single out waiter because we use a couple different ones. Um, but they take all your profit, man, and it's, I mean, they. In, in my opinion, it's kind of like double dipping. You know, they're they're charging the customer because laziness has a price. And I get that. I mean, I order a waiter at my house all the time, or yeah. Uber Eats or, or whatever. I mean, I'm, I don't want to single one out, but not, not me. And, and I get it. Like, and I, and I I pay a lot of money for it, and I get it because I'm lazy and I don't want to get up, and I just want. I'm lazy, but not when it comes to food. <laughs> if I'm going to pay, I mean, shit, I'll go and pick up my pizza. You know, it's yeah. like, oh man, I'm well, saved five ten dollars off this one pizza. You know, like, I'll go get it. Screw the hat. But it's so a waiter charges the customer or waiter or Uber Eats or any, any third party delivery service charges the customer a bunch of money, but they also charge a restaurant. Like, I mean, I'm paying them like 30%. They're taking 30% of my sale, which is all of my profit. <laughs> so that's been a challenge. And, and I haven't yeah. gone up, I, you know, they, they want you to raise your price on their app so they can take 30% more of a, you know, larger. So, so they want, they want you to have two different prices. You want the prices yes. in the store. And the prices yeah. to deliver for them to take 30%, 30% yeah. and then, 30%. and then charge me on top of that too. Even if it's like pickup, like if, if the waiter, if there's a driver that comes, if you order from the waiter app and you pick it up at my restaurant, like they're taking 30% of it, which is kind of horseshit in my opinion, but well, I ain't doing that. <laughs> um, it's, well, it's, yeah. It's, well, yeah. It's, so you're going to go talk to Metricam. I mean, is that the majority of your delivery? I mean, well, I want to do it on my own. I, that's that's kind of like you know my whole thinking right now is how, how do you give the best bang for the buck to the customer and also you know keep your profit and, and stay in business and and you know that's been tough. Yeah, I didn't know. I didn't realize it was that big a dip. Oh man, it's it's steep. It's 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 steep. It's it's um. My typical. It's, it's that's like I said. I occasionally I let them deliver pizza here, but usually. My kids love Domino's. I personally like uh, Mark Twain. I like Mark Twain's. I love Mark Twain's. Mm-hmm. I love Fat Boys too. I love Reginelli's. I don't know, man. I, Reginelli's <laughs> is good. Uh, Fat Boys. I, I I need to go give them another shot. 
because I think I got something bad that the one uh, although the cannellonis are good. But, you don't give it away, but it's it's no I'm no. <laughs> well, I, you know, I, I won't I won't get it. I'm not going to bad mouth them either. I haven't given them enough yeah, a chance they, to really bad mouth them. But if they if I think that they yeah, suck, they I'll bad mouth. But this yeah, uh they, this Uber Eats stuff, man, it, it, I didn't realize they stuck it to you that oh, bad. Yeah. It's like thirty percent. Um, it's 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 rough. But you know, we we did it to. I mean, I did it. We weren't making money, but we were paying the bills and you know, mm-hmm. keeping the staff on hand. And, uh, I mean, I really didn't lose. Uh, anyway. Well, see, I yeah, used I to be I a bartender. So when you're paying people, a lot of people don't realize that how important those tips are, you know. And I used to be a bartender, so I tipped 20% of the gross. Oh, Plus, it's easy for me to figure out, too. Just move yeah. the decimal point and boom, there you go. <laughs> but but uh, it's very important. A lot of people, well, I don't know. but Then don't go back there. You know, yeah. if the service is that shitty, then don't go. I don't go back. You know, I'll yeah. give you one. You know, if I've been there, t- I've been to your place 10 times. OK, on the 11th time I got shitty service. It's not that I ain't never going to go back there. But if I've only been there once and the one time I came, the food was cold and the shitty the service was crap. I'm still going to give them 15, 18 percent, but I'm just not coming back there anymore. Yeah. You know, and now that I'm hearing about all this, this scam stuff, I ain't, I'm, I go get the food, man. <laughs> I'll go do the pickup, you know. That's what Brightson's doing. Yep. Brightson's yep. got his people lined up out there. You call in the morning and order your food, and then for like an hour and a half or two hours in the evening, you swing by and get it, and there it is. That's, you know? that, that's, that's what I'm talking about. You have, you have to be adaptable. You have to give the market what it wants. Like, look at Commanders. Who would have thought they would be ordering Commanders Palace takeout? <laughs> True. And the only food out of Commanders you should walk out of there with should be in a, in a little aluminum foil <laughs> swan, you know? They should serve that though. That's like, come get your commander's palace, and then I'll give it to you in a, in a big aluminum foil swan. <laughs> that would be cool. But you know, and, and Jefferson Parish is a lot better off than Orleans Parish, man. I mean, it's it's better uh, leadership. Uh, yeah, it's it's. it's it, I, I had a business. I, I mean, we had a blue line downtown. Um, I remember. I will never, ever, ever do business in Orleans Parish again. It was like pulling teeth, and mm-hmm. it's it's. it's it's so impossible. I mean, not that doing business anywhere, you know, within. Yeah, but the, yeah, I know exactly what you mean. I used to have a, I used to have an acting school, and I mean, yeah. I it took me four trips to go there and get a permit, you know, and then once and then Katrina came along and destroyed the place and you know whatever. Anyway, so I moved. Yeah, I didn't. I quit doing business there. But the boy, you look. They, Orleans, they it's, kept. It's like, Go ahead. No, well, they just kept following up. Hey, man, you know, it's time to renew. I'm going, I ain't doing business anymore. My building's yeah. destroyed. I'm done. I'm leaving. Sending me those letters going, you got to send your hundreds of dollars for your. You got you to pay your um, exhibition hall tax and all these made up taxes. I, mm-hmm. I, I had to rent the space, the airspace. I had to have an airspace lease to hang my sign up. They figured out the cubic footage of the sign, the lighted sign that I hung outside of my restaurant. And I had to sign a lease. This is after I was open for a year. They said, "Oh, you're hanging a sign in our, in our air, in our space in New Orleans. You have to, you have to have a lease, and you have to, you have to pay the city for it." <laughs> oh, that's a load. That? No, I never heard of that one. <laughs> An airspace lease. That's what it's called. Um, I don't. You know, when I was talking to Aaron Missler, the, uh, the the head of the firefighters union, about furloughs. I'm going, why don't they furlough all those people in the code enforcement and the in the permit office? Because they don't do a damn thing. Except drink coffee. I mean, you can sit there and bang on that little bell like you at the Shady Rest Hotel, waiting for somebody to show up, and the, the, they'll just turn their back on you that much quicker. 
So no, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't do business there. Not if but I can help it. But let me, let me say this though, is that Orleans, I think is really, it's, it's, it's tough. Like the whole culture that we have here. And that's why I love the city so much. That's why I stayed here. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's, it's because like you see somebody and it's, Hey, let me give you a big hug. Let's, you know, let's go eat lunch and talk about what we're going to eat for dinner while we're eating lunch. Yeah. And, you know, true. And, but it, but, but the, it's like the, but, the in but, your face, like the hug, the kiss on the cheek, the whatever. Yeah. But that's the that. culture of the city. That ain't the it leadership is. of the city. I know. And then know. little by little, they're erasing all that, you know, but anyway, I don't want to, you know how, what, now, now, that's how, or, that's how New Orleans is, is going to suffer the most. It's like, how do we get back to that culture? Like, get rid of people with, with this, this whole pandemic. And, you yeah. Know, well, you got all these people who came here to, to help build after the, after the, uh, after Katrina, I'm going, thank you for your help. Oh, we're yeah. going to, we just love it here. Oh, we're going to stay in this love. And then the first thing they do is start bringing their crap. And it's like, no, you need to like assimilate to us. We're the ones that you love. What we do is what you love, but you come here and you start changing it. So no more of this fusion crap. You know, yes. I did two movies with Brad Pitt. Nicest guy you'll ever meet. Can't build a house worth a shit. So <laughs> Brad, Brad, just just stick to chasing that native poon, man. All right, let's wrap it up here, dude. So so uh, the blue line is, what is that, 2023? 2023 Metairie Road, 7 a.m. to 2 p.m., seven days a week. We do takeout, delivery, dine-in. I pulled up all the tape, so come and sit where you want. <laughs> yeah, I, was, I saw that. I said, me and Jack Boy went ahead of sandwich the other day. I said, yeah, there used to be all this caution tape up in here. Now. Nope, not anymore. That's come the way on. to do it. And plenty of places to park around there. It's a nice, safe neighborhood. Absolutely. And you can bring your dry cleaning up the street. Brad, Absolutely. you the man. Brad McGee, chef par excellence at the Blue Line Sandwich Company. Thanks for taking the time, man. Y'all be, y'all be good. All right, Spud, thanks. All right, see you later. But here, and you know the first place I go when my family needs to see a doctor's rapid urgent care. I mean, you're in and out of there in 40 minutes, give or take. You spend that much time in an ER just waiting to get triaged. From a broken ankle to a bee sting to a COVID test, rapid urgent care has got you covered with clinics all over southeast Louisiana. You don't need an appointment. Just walk right in with your ID and your insurance card. Or you can sign up for their health care partnership. Rapid Urgent Care also has a telemed center. Just waiting for your call might save you a trip. Go to rapidurgentcare.com to find out more and to find the clinic nearest you. Hey, what you got going this weekend? Can't go to the game. You can't even tailgate. So what you going to do? Go fishing. Get yourself a licensed and insured charter guide on lasaltwater.com. Super easy to follow that website. What you going to catch? Where you want to catch it? How you want to catch it? All the big ones are waiting for you, and to top it off, you'll still be able to watch the game on TV at the lodge at the end of the day of fishing. Sounds great? Got an open spot for you, babe. You want in, just sign up on lasaltwater.com. Okay, so uh, that was a lot of fun talking to Chef Brad McGee. He, whatever his name is. Uh, Thanks for joining us today. Uh, Before we go, it's time for our dumbass of the day. This dumbass is in England. There's a lot of dumbasses over there. Anyway, there's this guy who wants this bar and kitchen. It's called the 808 Bar and Kitchen in Sunderland, over across the big uh, pond over there. And uh, the guy who owns the place noticed that somebody had broken into it. Some couple of guys broke into his into his establishment. He calls the cops, and uh, lo and behold, the cops show up, and one of the two guys who had broken in was passed out drunk in the bathroom with a mop bucket full of booze and a half-eaten cheesecake, and he was sonked out and snoring like a crazy man. So there's your dumbass of the day because they didn't even have to chase him. 
Snocker drunk, all the evidence right there, plus a half-eaten cheesecake, and it's smeared all over his face. His fingers are all sticky, you know, so it's like, dude, we're going to wash you up before we even put the cuffs on you bring you back to the pokey. What a dumbass, man. I mean, it was it's a couple of bottles of cider and a cheesecake. What did that cost, a buck? And you got to break into a store? Moron! Bring him back to his mother. Grandbody ear and drag him back home and his mom would beat his ass. Anyway, that's it for today's uh, Spudcast podcast, uh, talking out my ass. Thanks again to Brad McGee. Uh, the Spudcast can be found on uh, Spotify and on Red Circle and on iHeart and on uh, Google Music Play and on Public Radio and on iTunes. We can be found all over the place. Also on my Facebook pages, Spud's Friends and Fans, John McConnell, and The Big Teasy. Those three Facebook pages. Also, I got friends who link it on their uh, pages, too. And on Twitter, at SpudGotDat. SpudGotDat on Twitter. If you want to leave me a message, you got an idea for a show, thespudcastpodcast at gmail.com. Thespudcastpodcast at gmail.com. That's your best bet right there. Y'all be safe. See you tomorrow. Well, I think I'm going to call up Weldon, and let's do another uh Another newsmakers and ball breakers. That ought to be a lot of fun. In the meantime, y'all be safe, but I'm a gone pecan.